For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. You're listening to Daybreak. A content warning for our listeners. Today's episode includes mention of student death. Today we cover updates on the investigation into the death of Misrach Awunate, class of 24, new legislation targeting railroad workers, the Iranian morality police, a volcano eruption in Indonesia, and the Daily Princetonian's newly elected 147th editor-in-chief. It's Monday, December 5th. Six weeks after Ms. Rashawunate, class of 24, was found dead on campus, the investigation into her death by the university's Department of Safety is still ongoing. According to the Middlesex County Medical Examiner's Office, which serves Mercer County, quote, the ancillary studies on Awunate's case are still pending completion, end quote. These studies include a toxicology report. Additionally, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the turnaround time for a completed autopsy report is estimated to be 12 to 16 weeks. And that quote, no preliminary results will be made available prior to completion of ancillary testing. The police investigation by DPS will continue to remain open until the autopsy report is completed by the medical examiner's office. The medical examiner's office has not specified when it expects an autopsy will be released. You can read more updates at dailyprincetonian.com or in the article linked in the show notes. In national news, on Friday, President Joe Biden signed legislation to law to block a nationwide U.S. railroad strike. On Thursday, the Senate voted 80-15 to to impose a tentative contract deal reached in September on 12 unions that represent 115,000 workers who could have gone on strike this Friday, December 9th. However, the Senate failed to pass legislation that would have provided paid sick days to railroad workers. Although eight out of the 12 unions approved the deal struck in September, some labor leaders criticized Biden for asking Congress to impose a contract that four unions rejected. In the tentative deal, there are no paid short-term sick days, but the contract will include a 24% compounded pay increase over five years and five annual $1,000 lump sum payments. Biden has promised to continue to fight for paid sick days. He defended the deal, telling reporters that a strike would cost 750,000 jobs and send the economy into a recession. Railroads handle the transportation of 30 to 40% of all goods in the U.S., and this strike was estimated to cost the U.S. economy up to $2 billion per day. In international news, amid months of continued protests in Iran that began after the death of 22-year-old Masa Amini, Iran announced it has disbanded its morality police on Saturday. Amini died in custody after being arrested by the morality police for improperly wearing her hijab. Additionally, in the same announcement, Iranian Attorney General Mohammad Jafar Montazeri said that the law requiring hijabs was under review. Analysts say the two moves are aimed at dissuading support for anti-democratic protests. They also say that even if requirements around hijabs are removed, Iranians seek regime change. Contrary to beliefs among some experts, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has said that Tehran's moves might be a positive response to protests. Despite these moves, support for the hijab law remains strong amongst male conservatives and clerics, complicating the situation for Tehran's leadership. In Indonesia, close to 2,000 people have been evacuated after the eruption of Mount Semeru on Sunday. The volcano, which is located on the country's island of Java, was reported to have spewed an ash cloud of at least 15 kilometers into the sky. Although authorities did not report any immediate casualties, there are growing concerns regarding the safety and well-being of nearby residents, who have since taken refuge in temporary shelters. 
Efforts to mitigate the risks of Mount Samaru were strengthened after Mount Samaru's previous eruption last December, which left 51 residents dead and thousands more injured and evacuated. Back on campus on Saturday, the Daily Princetonian staff elected Rohit Narayanan, class of 24, as the paper's 147th editor-in-chief. Narayanan is an electrical and computer engineering concentrator from McLean, Virginia. He currently serves as the Prince's community editor, where he handles guest contributions to the opinion section. Narayanan will officially assume his position on January 1st, 2023, at the conclusion of the 146th board, currently led by Marie Rose Scheinerman, class of 23. Congrats, Rohit! Expect mostly sunny skies with a high of 49 and a low of 31. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Noelle Kim and me, sound engineered by Carrie Liang, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. Have a wonderful day.